At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome back. You're home for live in-play betting. Just got better. Points bet new feature. Live college basketball same-game parlays for the first time ever. Build the perfect live same-game parlay only with points bet. Combine your favorite bets anytime during the game, and you can boost your live same-game parlay. Watch live parlay live and boost live with points bet. Signing up with the fi- fastest sports book is easier than ever. The code for new customers is VSIN2K. Get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Elevate your live betting game now. Gambling problem, text 877-8HOPE-NY or call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling. Points bet. All right, let's begin this hour talking some NBA as the coach, David Thorpe, joins the program now at Coach Thorpe on Twitter. TrueHoop.com does a great job of breaking down and analyzing uh, the NBA. Coach, it's always good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. Let's begin. And you just you watched that uh, the second half in the fourth quarter of the Lakers game this morning already to go over it again. I mean, how bad of a loss was that? for that team up by 20 at half time to blow that against the Pelicans. How bad was it in the fourth quarter? And now just the way LeBron so- sounded after the game, like he's in some serious pain with the ankle. Well, let me address that part first. I didn't see it. I can tell you he had a, a tremendous block. I think they called a goaltending, but tremendous athletic play at the rim in like the final minute of the game. Uh, I, I did not. I, he doesn't move great compared to what he used to anyway. And he scored 39 points. I think it was. It's not. It's not like he was a stiff out there. Uh, it, it's this is what happens when you're 37, especially. I wrote this. I wrote an article about the Lakers last week at True Hoop. He's uh, he's amazing for 37. He's amazing for any age. Mm-hmm. But to think he could continue, 
consistently play the defense they need him to play when he's playing center frequently on defense. He was guarding Valanchunas in the fourth quarter. It's just a bridge too far for even someone as incredible as him. They don't really have any. I know their offense was bad, but they're defensively they're, they're getting murdered, which is the, you know, the opposite of when they were winning a championship. They were an amazing elite defensive team. They just don't have that anymore. And, and I was telling you guys off air when they don't want LeBron to, have to soak up any more minutes at the five on defense guarding a gigantic man like Valanciunas, they bring in Dwight Howard, and that's just not an answer anymore. That that you're asking the wrong questions if he's your answer. Yep. Mm. Uh, the shot selection was offensive down the stretch. 14, 14 fourth quarter points. Oh, I can't believe they blew that game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of Lakers fans are saying that. But on the other hand, I I like the Pelicans. And it's too bad Zion's mm-hmm. going to be out probably all season. Uh, they've got something brewing there, guys. But it won't be for next till next year. But adding Zion to the way Brandon plays, the depth they're building actually, uh, they seem to to want to wanna compete with each other, which isn't always the case on bad teams. And man, let's face it, they're a bad team. They're just playing better. They're going to be really good next year, guys. Yeah. Okay, staying in that conference then, uh, we brought this up earlier in the show. Can you believe what's going on right now with the Memphis Grizzlies? I mean, locked and loaded here with that two seed, and I think that's where they're going to land here now in that conference. But uh, Stan Van Gundy's tweet was spot on. He pointed out he's never seen anything like this before. Without one of the best players in the entire NBA, they're 17 and two without him this year, and they're they're killing teams every single night. Good teams. Yo, right? I agree. Uh, they're really deep, and it, it, clearly everyone kind of has bought into the methodology that uh, Coach Jenkins wants, and um, I value that in the postseason more than I've heard a lot of analysts talking about. Uh, the 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 unimportance of depth in the playoffs because teams tighten rotations. But come on, we've been watching the NBA a long time. Someone's always tweaked up. Someone's always out. Uh-huh. They're more prepared to to address that and not miss a beat as proof of what's going on with Ja. And let's say it's Desmond Bain next time or Jaron Jackson Jr., who might be hard to replace with what he does defensively. But they're built, I think, in the postseason to to deal with some curveballs. Now, if if, the, if their opponent has no injuries, well, then it's just strength on strength. It's a more competitive situation. But other teams are going to have injuries, too, and they're not going to have the depth Memphis does. So what, what they're doing, they're, they're really one of the best young teams in the league and have a nice four, five, six, seven-year run even if they keep those guys there because their core is really good and really young. I think of you in your interviews when I watch them play, right? The joy, the culture, camaraderie, chemistry. They like playing with one another. I think Jaw is such a big part of that. He's he's he is that guy that we have a few of those guys in the league. Uh six, seven, eight, nine, ten guys that are just better than everyone in the world. And he carries himself so with so much uh, humility and energy and swagger. That's not an easy combination, guys. Humility and swagger. He's got it. And I think it I think it's infected his team in the best way possible. And then the last thing I'll say on this is when he's on your squad. You're not afraid to play anyone. I'm not afraid is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. You believe you can beat anyone because you've got that guy on your side. And uh, that's a valuable thing in the NBA, the, the belief that you can pull something off. And Memphis has it because of John, in my opinion. So right now, Coach, we, we had the odds up for the most improved player uh, in the NBA this year. And I listened to your podcast with Zach Lowe over the weekend, which was sensational. The breakdowns that you guys had on like 25 different players, it was great. But you think Ja is going to, he's not only the favorite, but you think he's going to win it. I do. I just, I feel like, you know, 
I don't I don't vote. And honestly, I don't even know how they do the voting. I'm guessing it's the media. I really don't pay attention to it. But I know that when someone's been as scintillating as Ja, we got to give him some award. I feel like that's how the NBA operates and the people who who vote on these things. You, he's not going to be all defensive team. He will be all NBA first or second team. But I feel like he's going to he's going to have to win this award. And I think he deserves it anyway. Uh, Garland's been great. I'm looking at your list now. Uh, I had Simons and Hero in my honorable mentions, and uh, everyone else we had on our list of 10. I think uh, Zach had him too. But I do think Jai d- deserves it. W- to make the leap, guys, from very good to one of the best players in the world is just so hard to do. That's why the same players tend to be the best players in the world for a decade or so. But he's made that jump, and I think he's deserving of the award. You were tweeting about this too last night and uh, posed the question to Mitch, but uh, what, what Boston is doing here? I mean, 18 and 21 at one point, 500 at the break, 8 and 1, their last nine games against teams with a winning record. The average margin of victory, 16 points per game. Last six games, halftime lead, 16, 19, 25, 14, 23, and 23. Uh, do you think they're going to get the one seed? And do you ever recall a turnaround like this from 18 and 21 and, and no one wants to play them? And I, don't, I think they're going to go to the finals. Well, I remember Spolster's team a few years back, maybe six, seven years back, where they started 11 and 30, and then oh. they finished 30 and 11. Pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, Miami's actually twice kind of turned the team around during the season. But, yeah, this is pretty spectacular. Uh, I don't know if they'll get the one seed. I heard uh, Robert Williams got hurt last night. Yeah. I don't know that he's – I don't think he'll play tonight. I think he'll play Toronto. That's He's a big, big part of their story. They, they've got – they have the best defense in, in the league by far. Like, they're – I think they've won all but two of their games in March. They've only lost one game in March, but all but two of their wins have been nine points or better. They're not really, you mean, they killed Minnesota last night, but they've got Marcus Smart at the, at the front of their defense, and then they've got Robert Williams in the back. I think Marcus Smart should be Defensive Player of the Year, but what do I know? Uh, but Robert Williams is super, super important. So if he is not the athlete he's been all season, that, that defense is going to take a hit, and we're going to see that potentially reflected in the seedings. And they, they got to rest him. It's more important they rest him than worry about seedings. But there's no question come postseason, if he's healthy, uh, like we, we certainly hope, uh, they are a tremendous team. And Jason Tatum is a big part of that story, too, because he's now walking the path of the five or six best players in the world. And we've never seen that consistently from him. We're seeing it now. Yep. And by the way, so I, I think that you, know, you do know quite a bit, obviously, uh, joking around about that. But you've been saying Marcus Smart for Defensive Player of the Year for, I, I want to say, probably a good month. Well, I'm looking at the odds right now, Coach. He's one of the favorites to win the award. Yeah, I mean, I know why we give it to big guys all the time. I, I get it. And the metrics uh, favor them. But I think I, I think it's always a mistake to only look at metrics uh, because we don't really know yet where those flaws are. Metrics keep getting better for sure. Uh, if any guard deserves it, guys, it's this guy. What he does at the point of attack, remember that one of the big keys for Boston's defense is their switchability, which, you know, Houston made famous four years ago. But Clint Capella couldn't do what Robert Williams is doing when he switches on to guards. But none of that matters if your point guard can't guard someone's big. Well, Marcus Smart is like the Kyle Lowry's and, and even James Harden in the years past is very hard to score on in, in post-ups. So I think he is the the key to what they're doing defensively. And again, right now they're the best team in the league, and they're they're not just eking out wins, they're crushing people. So that's why I favor Smart. You t- you tweeted about this. What's your favorite metric? I like I like estimated plus minus, uh, uh, Taylor Snars, dunks and threes.com. But to be honest with you, I look at win shares per 48, 
Uh, I look at on-off numbers. Tatum's up, by the way. On-off mm-hmm. numbers are amazing. Yep. Uh, I look at VORP. I, I do. I look at even I look at PER, which is more of an offensive point of view. Jokic is is the best player in the in the world. And I've said this now for two years. Right. He, he deserved the award last year. I think he deserves it this year. But if you want to give it to someone else, Tatum is now in the running. Maybe for the first time, I wouldn't favor him. I still think it's uh, it's Jokic and and Giannis in that order. But I I to me. There's no question that Jokic deserves the MVP again. He's the best player in the world. Two weeks left. What are you working on at True Hoop? You know, I don't I, I don't know what I'm going to do this week yet. I watched games all weekend. I actually watched the NCAA tournament as well. And I've been doing some scouting reports that people seem to have really liked. Uh, Duke had that, you know, the, obviously the big win over the weekend. And we saw Mark Williams kind of make a big jump, the 7-1 seven, center. My son played against him in high school as a senior when he was at IMG. And he, he's really improved. He, he's gone from likely, uh, you know, borderline lottery to me, to me is a definite lottery pick. Uh, but I think I'm going to focus on the Raptors, uh, what they're doing, the way they play, the early offense they have. Uh, Barnes and Siakam's ability to score in the paint against really any defense is, is very important. And then Chris Boucher is playing much better. They're, they're an intriguing team that no one's talking about because of what teams like Boston are doing. Mm-hmm. You can follow Yep, you can follow him on Twitter. He's at Coach Thorpe, and again, the website is truehoop.com. You're the best, Coach. Uh, thanks for the time. We love having you on. Thanks, guys. Be safe. Yep, you too. Uh, and by the way, when it comes to his player evaluations on like college players and players you maybe have never heard of before, like overseas, he's as good as it gets. Indeed. Yep. Uh, rolling along here on a Monday, plenty of uh, NBA and college basketball still to come here. It's followed money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? 
I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard. He don't care about guarding. He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's, the official breakfast of the madness, the stack starting lineup, the breakfast baconator, the croissants, the coffee. Don't forget the OJ, the perfectly seasoned breakfast potatoes. Make a fast break to your nearest Wendy's drive-thru and pick up your Wendy's breakfast, the official breakfast of March Madness. All right, so we are down to the final four now in college basketball. I mean, does March actually exist, or is it just like a figment of our imagination? I mean, every year, bam, it's gone. April this week, and then what? It it turns into the final day of the NBA regular season. How about that coming? The Masters and opening day. April 7th is opening day. It's also the start of the Masters. The Masters, okay. the Masters ends then on Sunday, which also the the final day final of the day, NBA yeah. regular season. And in the morning, Man City plays Liverpool, likely to decide the Premier League title. So I mean, it's just that's that weekend, yes. all of it. Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, think about this. We get whenever we get to like March, it is we know it's going to go by fast, but we just like conference championship week felt feels like it was two days ago. How are you going to stagger? Right. How are you going to stagger the games if you're the NBA? Your, your season falls. Uh, on, would you, you want to play late games? Are they going to go ba- against the Masters? Going to do a baseball thing? Put like all of them at the same exact time. That's how Every, baseball has ended their yeah. final. Everything's day now? TBD. I don't know. Yeah. So how good of a story was St. Peter's? A 15 seed, excellent, making that kind of a run, and then they got blown out yesterday against North Carolina. Well, enrollment of three thousand with the athletic budget at two hundred fifty thousand, whatever it was. Uh, it, 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 they don't have a lot of size. Uh, Dougie knocking down threes with the mustache. It was great. And that was, I know humans tweeted it, but that was typical p- uh, painter in Purdue. You're up oh. three at the half. You can do whatever you want down low. You lose that game. Yep. But I love how they, what they run offensively and how Holloway. I, your season ends. It's one of the best runs ever. And it's okay. By the way, he's now the new Seton Hall coach. It just felt weird, no? It you was already the, the right, thing. As is, soon as the season ends, it's like okay, now he's going to Seton Hall. Well, okay, put it bye this bye. way: it was far from a secret. I know, I understand, but the, yeah. you, you couldn't wait a day. But oh, a Friday was the perfect storm with, with the point spread of thirteen. Everyone's in love with Cinderella. What, what are you going to lay? You going to lay thirteen with Purdue? What you, with Matt Painter and Purdue, you want to lay thirteen right. points? So it was like, well, and also people bet what they want to see. They're like, I don't want to take the thirteen. Let me take the, the money line. I want sure. St. Peter's to win the game. And they did. And then at, to cap off the night, they were betting like they knew the final score. They bet the game. Well, Miami opens a one-point dog, goes off as high as four. Sure. And trounces Iowa State. Yep. Yep. But the other game, though, I mean, I'm not. Let me just say this. Providence really wanted to cover. <laughs> yeah. Wait, oh. Let's just lay it in. Guys, you're down six. I'm going to lay it in again. Yeah. I'm glad they did. They weren't really. I was a big fan of that. Yes. <laughs> That was huge. I mean, Providence really was like, let's keep it close here, guys. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to, we're not going to win, but I mean, it was just. Well, 
uh, good for them. I'm a big fan. Yeah, now. I was, I was a soft. bigger fan than I was okay. going into the tournament. Yeah. But on that St. Peter's game then, and winning out, right? Think about that. They beat Kentucky and Purdue. I mean, those two teams were set up beautifully to manhandle them, like down low. Right. St. Peter's can't match what those two programs have down low, but they did, and they beat them. And then, unfortunately, you know, things like this always come to an ugly end, the way it seems. And they got blown out yesterday. Funny though, like the North Carolina bigs were too much yesterday. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, yeah. So in terms of, you brought that up earlier. There was one book on the East Coast not even offering a money line. It was a one-way money line. Yeah, and that but that is it, shameful. In that part of the country, I mean, it's right by Jersey City, where you know everyone wants. That's yep. so bad. Yeah. Here at Circa, they absolutely were offering the money line on St. Peter's, and a lot of people were trying to take advantage of that. This is Derek Stevens, owner of Circa Las Vegas, on with Tim Murray and the nightcap weeknights right here on VEASAN, talking about the liability on St. Pete. Yeah, you know, Tim, here's the good news. We're still writing tickets. (laughs) (laughs) I I would say if you happen to be a crook, It'd be a bad day to try to rob the joint. <laughs> <laughs> this St. Peter, that video did not do justice to oh, what happened. Oh, it was Aurora. deafening. We, we had more. We have more people cashing tickets on St. Peter's money line that I think are enrolled in the school. Think about this. <laughs> this is amazing. You know, we have more people here that bet St. Peter's that don't know what state St. Peter's is in. This is unbelievable. Yeah, and you do on fire a couple of one-liners there. Perfect. More people betting that team than the actual enrollment. And uh, perfect storm. The old uh, Ocean's Eleven. You were in the movie. You yeah. want to be a crook and rob the Bellagio, huh? <laughs> you wanted to rob Circa. Uh, guess what? Their vault is empty. <laughs> yeah. Friday night game. Cinderella. Big dog on the money line. Oh, they've already done it. Let's do it again. Sure. Real money line. First time that's ever happened. Double uh, a double-digit dog wins two games in a tournament. Uh huh. And I think just the liability. What if they won another one? I mean, come on. They were just 1,000 to 1 to win the region. They were 10,000 to 1 to win the whole thing. So, what, not that that was going to happen, but I mean, you're halfway home. We can't prove this, obviously, at this point, but bigger ratings coming up this Saturday night Duke, Carolina, or if Duke played oh, St. Peter's? Good question. Because Duke, Carolina is going to be an all timer. Yeah, but there's a lot of fa- there's fatigue. There's a people who already know, oh, God, I got to do It's going to be five days of this, the, the, the hype, the hype, the hype. I think it would have been Duke St. Peter's. Not by much, but a little, yes. I can't a recall. 15 seed in the final four, that's Against Duke in Coach K's last yeah, season? Yeah. Although I can't remember what the ratings were for Duke Butler. Was a monster. That should have been huge, right? It was, it was a monster. Was it? Okay. Duke Butler was a monster. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense. And again, Did Cinderella win the whole thing? Get all yeah. that. And then root against Duke, that other angle, too. Right. Can I ask you a question about hedging? Because you're, you're always like, and you say this, like locking a profit, and I typically agree with that. So I had North Carolina 32-1 to 1 to make the Final Four. I bet I brought that up on the air, actually, the Monday after they beat Duke. Good for you. Um, you didn't have to do anything. Game was over. You, you, you knew St. Peter's wasn't winning that game here's five the thing. minutes. In. Here's the thing. I actually I liked North Carolina. I thought they were going to cover the game. I thought it, I thought it ended yesterday. So did I make a mistake by trying to lock in a profit and taking some of St. Pete's back, going against who I even liked in the game? I did hedge a little bit. Gave a little bit back. That's okay. Mistake or okay? No, that's fine. When you're talking about those those big odds like that, no, you never know what's going to happen. Because here's the thing, right? I could always wait for in play, and then it's 7 nothing before you can blink. 
But what if it's flipped? Like, what if St. Pete's gets out to an 11-7 lead or something like that? And all of a sudden, it's like, uh-oh, they might do this thing again. And then the number's completely gone. So it's like, I know some people are completely... Nigel Seeley, who comes on, he, he he's always like said it's hygienist yep. for gardeners. Hates it. Yep. Um, I typically do like to... Get something there. Come on, if you got Car- if you have Carolina hundred to one to win this now, you got to walk away with something. Well, that's my You're feeling towards the last. If you can, yeah. yeah, if you can lock in, if you like for those available or still alive in the last man standing, it's down to probably like twenty people now here at Station Casinos in Las Vegas. It pays fifty three thousand dollars. You can get creative here. I don't have a problem with what you did. The other thing is you could also just throw your hands up and say, "Listen, if you get me, you get me." I if could. I, if I'm going to yeah. lose like this with a, a 15 seed going to the Final Four, then God bless you. Yeah. Right? I mean, this is for so long. We ran this down last Monday. For so long, you couldn't even get a 15 seed to win a game. And now back-to-back years, they've gone to the Sweet 16, and now, now they're history. They're making it's it look too easy eight. at yeah. this point, 15 seeds are, honestly. And like that number next year on will a 15 seed win a game, you can bet all that stuff. But I, I will say, like bet, betting the tournament overall, rather than betting like individual games daily – uh, the way that you can bet with how many futures are available now and like team total wins, uh, most outstanding player, that kind of stuff, it, it, well in advance, I, I, you, you have so many options right now to bet the tournament. I love it. I love it more than I even did, you know, seven, eight, ten years ago. Well, the first to 10 and 15. Oh, come on. Right? It's incredible. Yeah. All so, this stuff. Yep. But um, now Duke is plus 155. If we get Duke, Kansas for the national title game, I will be dancing in the streets on that Monday night. Because <laughs> I have, I loaded up on players from each of those teams to win the most outstanding player, and I have future tickets on both teams. So I just need to avoid Villanova with five guys upsetting them. And can North Carolina beat Duke? Of course they can. But that total is also in the 150s. What do you think of that? It's going to have a super heavy pace, right. very fast. And uh, I will say, Caleb, Caleb Love, the way that he's going, Capable of either winning this whole thing for North Carolina or shooting completely out of the That's game. That's true, too. Right. How good is Ian Eagle? Oh, he's the best. God, is he. They, um, yeah. But the, the combination of Ian oh. Eagle and Kevin Harlan to go back-to-back with play-by-play on games is just TNT and CBS. You can't get any better than that. What a one-two combo. He's great at everything. Oh, yes, yeah. NBA, college, and the NFL. You name it. That's Yep. Well, I give I give Duke full marks, though, too. I mean, to how they looked in that final regular season game and then how bad they played to start the... ACC yeah. tournament, right? Or life and death to beat Syracuse without Bayheim mm-hmm. is a 15-point favorite. And then run out by Vodtech. So, great job to get here. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I, I would expect a, I'm going to go Chuck. I expect a Duke-Kansas championship you think so? game. Yeah. yeah. Nah, well, the, more, the more things, Devin, that, that's, that's a killer. That's a killer. Feel bad for the kid. Just terrible. Oh, huge for Villanova. Final four. Oh, and come on. Right. And I know Jason doesn't look good. Jay. No, that absolutely stinks. Yeah. I mean... How good is Jay Wright, though, to, I, get, yeah. to get back to the Final Four now? You mentioned this earlier. As a one or a two seed, they look, they got beat all the time. And get out yard yeah, on a hot seat. Yep, 20 and three straight up, 19 and four ATS in the tourney since 2016. That's stellar. Man. Wow. That's really, really oh. yep. Right, let's follow the money here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. We'll look at some uh, NBA trends uh, for games that we have coming up tonight. Under in this matchup, nine and two, last 11. Details coming up. The Sports Betting Network. 
Two weeks left, regular season. Good schedule tonight. NBA heating up, and so are the specials at Bet River Sportsbook. Huge game tomorrow on national television, the Lakers and Mavs. You can get a 20% profit boost on all NBA wagers every Tuesday. And this Tuesday, a random profit boost on the Laker game. Log into Bet Rivers to see what the boost you can get. And go to the Bet Rivers app or visit BetRivers.com and get on the Tuesday night action. Terms and conditions apply. See the site for details. All right, so here's what we know as of uh, right now for the NBA card that we have coming up tonight. Uh, in this Miami-Sacramento game, Miami's a huge favorite. Uh, 13 points. Tyler Hero, left knee, questionable in this game. A couple of other players as well. Gabe Vincent, questionable. Kayla Martin, P.J. Tucker, with a left knee. De'Aaron Fox, right-hand soreness, is going to be out of this game. In the Memphis-Golden State game, Memphis lean double figures now against the Warriors. Oh. Does it change it at all for you to hear that Jaron Jackson is questionable with right thigh soreness and Brandon Clark? Great uh, guy off the bench, also questionable for the Grizzlies. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm with you first quarter, first half. Don't even think about it. But this is getting a little carried away here. Plus, I think Golden, yeah. Golden State did not play. You can't lose to the Wizards. I don't care who's out. That's a bad performance. I mean, they were getting blown out in that game. It yeah. made it look respectable late. If seed means anything to the Warriors, last night was a bad loss. Yeah. You know? That's a lot of points, though, for Memphis. Yeah, it's getting a bit high. It it's is. Especially and now, now, my, who they might have out right. I like what uh, David Thorpe said, you know, 20 minutes ago about how guys have been out. And he actually, he did bring up Jaron Jackson, what he does defensively and how that could change things. So paying a premium right now, if he can't go and if Clark's going to be out, maybe I'll dial it back with that first quarter angle. Um, Bogdanovich, Gallinari, they're questionable for the Hawks against the Pacers in that game. Duarte is out. Yeah, that's a tough game. Indiana has guys out, and they have a bunch of guys. Three of their last four losses, I think, are by thirty points. Oh yeah. But if if the if the Hawks have people out, then but that's the other thing. Atlanta knows they're in, but all these teams are bunched up there at the bottom. I mean, the, the race is here with with seven games left, and you see the the one through the four, and then the seven, eight, nine, ten in the East, yep. and then how close it is in the West in the middle. Do you like the playing tournament? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's uh, really sure, it's good, it, it, juicy. Yeah, I would agree. Yep. A, a random Tuesday and Wednesday, what you have? Not to mention, it could be LeBron and Durant and both it, of them. Can, can you believe that we're saying this? The <laughs> La- the Lakers are very lucky that the play-in tournament yeah. now exists. Oh, I'd be out of right. Same thing for Durant. Otherwise, and the actually, Nets. why would LeBron even be playing games anymore right now? Yeah, right. And the other thing, I don't want. I don't want to go to Toronto. And now it looks like it, it, Cleveland will be the seven, but I wouldn't want to go to Toronto with Nick Nurse and and that good team going up there. Yep. for a tough game. I'll tell you who's on fire. All of a sudden, Charlotte. They've won seven of eight. The kill they buried, they beat the Nets on the road last night. They beat Utah. They destroyed Dallas last Saturday. A couple weeks ago, they ran out New Orleans by 22. And they're catching points at home tonight against Denver. But a tough on a back-to-back and off the huge emotional win. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I can't get a read on the Nuggets. All year long, again, that's, that's Hornets, one of the worst teams in the NBA back-to-back for what it's worth. But home yeah. teams between these two, 9-1 and one ATS last 10 between Charlotte and Denver. You mentioned Toronto, Gary Trent, questionable tonight. Left big toe hyperextension. Up to four now against Boston. Yeah, well, and you talked about how many guys Boston could be sitting tonight as well. Udoka made the comments. We need a guy's, yeah, probably no Williams, no Horford, and see what they do with some other guys mm-hmm. as well. But, I mean, that, that's the other thing. I mean, assuming almost, well, assuming there's, there's Tatum and Brown, you've won 24 of 28, 
You're 8-1 last nine against teams with a winning record since the break, and you're catching four points? It's like, they're, 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 who cares about bad spots? Mm-hmm. It was a bad spot against Utah. Game was over early. Well, they did the That's Minnesota. Right. Scored 125 points a game here going back. Yep. They had a bad spot. Was it Was it that Jazz game where they were coming back from a West that Coast road trip? That was the game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Took them out, killed them, no problem. The game in Golden State, that was a good first quarter, and they beat them 110 to 88. Went to Denver, beat them upside the head. Um, yeah, give me Boston, Memphis, or Boston, Phoenix for the NBA title. I'll take that series right now. Mm-hmm. That would be as pretty much as good as it gets, in my opinion. I'd rather have Boston than than Philadelphia. I'm I'm just over that whole thing. And James Harden, by the way, in a game you know against Phoenix yesterday, guess what? What happened? Terrible game again out of James Harden. That game died. That in play got as high as uh, high, like two forty eight, two fifty. Game completely died. Damn. Have you seen the numbers? Suns win again. What is it? What's the record at the end of three? Uh, 30, 35? 39-0? Is that what it is? When they have a lead at the end of the third quarter? Boy, oh boy. I can get that if you give me a minute here. That is impressive. While you're looking looking at that, it's 45-0. and 0. They're 45-0 and 0 when leading after three quarters. Is that the number? Okay. Oh, oh, oh there it is. Good job. 45-0. and 0. And oh. then in clutch time, it's, you know, they just, that's when they take you apart. 45-0 and leading it for three quarters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's another guy. And I know that happened like late last week where people were making a pitch for uh, Booker to win the MVP. That's, I saw something where the leading scorer off a team that wins this many games wins the MVP like every single time. And again, not in the conversation just because the media has been all about Embiid and Joker the entire year. I went 66 games. Yeah. In the West. Without And Chris Paul was out? Yes. He held it down when Chris Paul was out? Absolutely. And look at his scoring now recently. Yeah. Off the charts. Strange how this award really goes. I got to tell you, I don't care for it. I like betting on it because I do it every single year. I don't care for it. I I just don't. Uh, They seem to have a predetermined like every year when there's too much time left. Yeah. What do you think of your Bulls tonight? They got to win this game. They're in New York to take on the Knicks. The Knicks know they can't make it. They're five back there. Uh, They showed a lot of guts. Feisty. Yeah. Well, Chicago can't be in that playing game. They got to stay out of that seven. So there's some winnable games coming up: New York, Washington, the Clippers, and uh, then it gets difficult. All they close, they have a tough five-game stretch to close. Yeah. They better win these next three games. I'm uh, I'm exhaling with the Bulls because they finally went over the win total. So I was happy about that one. But that said, uh, I do I do not want to lay five with this team on the road. I, I I can't get there. Can't do it. Pass on that one. Um, by the way, the Orlando-Cleveland game is a game I'm talking about before the break, okay. where the last 11 uh, meetings between these two teams, 9-2 and two to the under. So you have that going. i give you some other trends here as well. San Antonio-Houston Spurs, 7-2 and two ATS last night against the Rockets. The last seven games between Atlanta and Indy, over the total. But again, a bunch of guys sitting out of that game tonight. Uh, Memphis, 6-3 and three ATS last night against Golden State. Sacramento, 7-2 and two ATS last nine against Miami, catching a huge number tonight. Under, Bulls, Knicks, 5-1, and one, last six. Oklahoma City at Portland, the last four games between these two under the total. Boston, 10-4 and four ATS run against the uh, Raptors overall. But again, Tough card. 12 hours before tip-off, we'll and see half how the, they're going right, to... Yeah. And half the league's questionable. Not much on hockey, there's only five games. I do like the Kings tonight in regulation. They just beat Seattle, and I think they win again tonight. And what a win. You were at the game? The I, went the, game? I went to the Vegas game oh, on Saturday. They lost it. They're down 3 nothing in the third period at home to Chicago. Yep. They tie it up within five minutes. 
And then Chicago answers. Vegas comes right back, and then they win in overtime. Okay, so oh, what a game! Let, let me give you one small observation from being there live and in person. Uh, that could be a takeaway, and it could be nothing because it's a very small sample size in only one game. I get that, but the way that team came out in the third period, their hair was on fire from the the second they dropped the puck. Oh, yeah, season was on the line. Of course, they had a shot on goal five seconds in. Carlson almost scored. We talked about that last week. How the hell do you score five seconds into a period? He oh. almost did it. And then they scored three goals in three minutes, and the place was on fire. But they came out. You could just, like, and it's tough for teams to play with that sense of urgency 100% of the time. I get that. It'll wear you out. But the way they played, knowing what, and the, the broadcast crew on the way home on radio was an A+. They hit it out of the park, the guys who do the play-by-play and the analysis. But they, they knew their backs were against the wall, and they came out like that on fire, and they scored five goals the rest of the way to win the game in overtime. Like, I'm just... If they could somehow get healthy, which has been like the biggest question mark and the problem all year long for this team, and get into the playoffs, maybe, just maybe, they could put something together and be dangerous. And I could be completely dead wrong on that, and it could be, you know, I'm not overreacting. I'm just telling you what I saw with my own eyes. And the guys actually talked about it, and like I said, so did the broadcast crew, but that was something else to watch in person. Yeah, They flipped it. They were dead for the first two periods. They were. Wonder what that in play price was. You know, it was. Like, how, about the, how about the Rangers against the Penguins Friday? Oh yeah, that's three nothing five minutes in, and they scored two quick ones against Buffalo yesterday. Right, I uh, had to hang on it one in overtime, I believe. But do you trust Edmonton? Could Edmonton hold off Vegas? What was that? Was like the Gretzky oil. The nine five they lost to Calgary. That's right on Saturday. Uh-huh. Drysaddle had the hat trick though. I think they can hold off Vegas though. Yeah. That's where that's the game's sad. in. That's the thing. That's what Vegas is up against. Now you look at the standings. Well, yeah, right now they're randomly. All these teams have games in hand on them. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's I huge. I think you only have 12 left. There's 14 left. But all these teams have Dallas. They're headed to Dallas. Dallas has four games in hand. It's enormous. Oh, it really is. And they play Anaheim coming up. And Anaheim can't win a game. Yep. So, so a lot of time left, though, in hockey. So got a whole full you know, five weeks as opposed to the NBA. All right, uh, email here is ftm at vcin.com, ftm for follow the money at vcin.com. Also, you can connect on Twitter at vcin live at Mitch Moss Radio at Pauly. Howard, up next, Dallin Cuff's going to join the program. Really solid analyst for ESPN on college basketball. His takeaways from the Elite Eight, Sweet 16, and uh, who he likes with the point spreads and totals coming up in the Final Four, all here on vcin. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding he's gonna guard he's gonna exactly. guard like you see him in the olympics exactly. he's gonna guard and then on I'm top of it like that, see that? ladies and gentlemen please welcome sam cassell to point game i remember you came out from crying tears <laughs> crying tears. i mean he was in a culture shock and then I, he's going to withdraw us about winning remember what i told you i said i said oh you think i can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast, Coast to Coast Hoops. Gray's Hoops Peterson will look at every college basketball game on the schedule to find betting opportunities. NIT tomorrow, basketball classic semis tonight. Southern Utah, Fresno, Coastal Carolina, and South Alabama. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now, vcin.com slash podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. While you're there, catch up on every vcin show as well. We'll hit the final four now as it takes place in New Orleans upcoming this weekend. And it's a blue blood final four. No doubt about it. Dallin Cup does a great job covering college basketball for ESPN. He joins the program now. Dallin, thanks for the time today. How are you? Fellas, good to be here. I will say New Carolina resonates with the casual fan, but also it's changed my life. I wasn't supposed to go to New Orleans. Now they might be there for a week. I don't know what the hell's going to happen here. Everybody <laughs> is putting a lot of resources into this. Oh, boy. <laughs> New, or- New Orleans for a week. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's, 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 it's an amazing city, but man, oh man, who can get this? It's very, uh, it's Las Vegas. It's, it really is Las Vegas. Um, okay, yeah. so can, will Duke continue this hot shooting? Like every game in the tournament, over 50%, they can't miss, they've been on fire. Is this something that is going to continue, or are we going to see some regression sometime soon? It's tough to say, and I will say that their defense has really helped their offense, and Coach K coming into this tournament, I believe it was 4% of their possessions on the season they played zone. And that was only when teams were carving them up. Remember, Florida State on the road, they could not get a stop. They had to go zone. They had to do it with Carolina a little bit in the second game. Like, that, is, that, is, that was out of necessity. But what Coach K has employed, both in the Texas Tech game and the Arkansas game, to change the game in the second half, was proactively just going to a zone to change the rhythm of the game, to throw off the opponent. And their, their zone, is ex- they've executed it very well, and that's helped them get that ball off the rim get out in transition, score ahead of the defense, especially against Texas Tech. What was 11 straight field goals or something crazy against the best uh, team in the country in terms of defensive efficiency. So their defense is helping their offense be more efficient. I do think they're getting, and again, you have the 
you know, the greatest, in, the, in my opinion, ever coach in college basketball, maybe in all sports, on the sideline. At times, getting Van Carroll the ball at the right spots. Other guys understand the roles. Jeremy Roach's emergence. It's, it's the perfect uh, combo, like, confluence of all these different things for these guys. And, and last but not least, the belief that, hey, they, they can win any game. And, they, and the experiences where they have now won tough games. Before that Michigan State game, guys, they'd never been down five points with five minutes to go and beaten a good team. That hadn't happened. Yep. But like every game, this team yeah. is taking massive steps. And offensively, as long as their defense remains at a high level, man, man, we all know they got a ton of offensive talent. Yep. No doubt about it. Uh, how about on the flip side with North Carolina? And I love watching this team play. Uh, it can be a little frustrating with Caleb Love because he's not afraid to take a heat check at from 28 feet out whenever the you know <laughs> he, wherever he has the ball. Is he more likely to help him win a tournament or shoot him out of a game? I think he's more likely to help them win a tournament. I think he does push it at times. Obviously, like you're saying, you're not, you're not wrong. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, but I do think he understands at times, you know, where their bread is buttered. Baycott's got to touch the ball. Mm-hmm. And loves, he's, he's shown games this year when he's not having a good game, he doesn't force it too much. He does know he's got RJ Davis, Brady Manick that are really good players around him. And also, of course, you've got Baycott that this is kind of their focal point in the interior. So he doesn't do too much when it's really going bad, um, which is a good thing. Some guys can continue to continue to try to shoot through it. He doesn't need to do that. I think he understands a little bit um, where he, he has helped them at times where he struggled offensively, defensively, they've been better too. And that's been important. They've contested shooters better. They've, their rotations have been stronger. Their, their, their overall commitment and intensity is way better. And that's easy to say. Like people laughed yesterday when, when the coach Larinaga said they're Miami game, we got to run faster. You know, sometimes the simple stuff is it like you, you, you need to sprint back you got to play harder and you got to play for each other. And that's what this Carolina team has really done the last about five weeks, uh, pretty much after that pit loss at home. I feel like that kind of galvanized those guys to say, Hey man, this is, this has got to come from us. It can't keep coming from Hubert. He's saying all the right things guys for months. And those guys weren't taken upon themselves. They finally have taken upon themselves, taken that leadership and played for each other. And they don't have much depth, but the dudes, the five that are out there are really good. Mm -hmm. Well, what if I get that Kansas team that showed up in the second half against Miami? Are they going to win it all then? I mean, they're definitely going to be Villanova. Uh, yep. If they're going to win it all, that TBD on opponent, I do think they would uh, have a better matchup with, uh, it would be better for them to play North Carolina than to play Duke just on a pure talent basis. But um, Kansas in the second half was outstanding. And partially Miami was poor. You know, Miami started taking quick shots. Charlie Moore had a couple bad turnovers in the first half as things started to unravel. Or excuse me, second, beginning part of the second half as things started to unravel. And, and they just didn't, they, they let the pace get to where Kansas wants it. And they were outstanding. Um, that said, Villanova without Justin Moore is just, a, I, I can't understate that loss. And I will say this right now. I already got him at minus four. I feel like that line's going to move. Yep. Yeah. Um, because I think as people, as the public becomes aware of how important that guy is, I mean, he plays 85% of the minutes, which is top 150 in the nation. Uh, he takes 26% of their shots. He, he's, he's, a, he's, not, he's not been ultra efficient, but he's a, he's a big time weapon. He creates off the bounce at times. And they don't have much depth either. So it's really missing their second best score. And a team doesn't score a ton. That's a lot, man. A lot to overcome a high powered offense in Kansas. And where Kansas has been different guys is defensively in the last month, they've been way better. In the first part of the season, they thought they could just kind of outscore teams. They had some bad habits for a team that was elite defensively last year and has basically the same pieces was not that way this year. Well, they look like that team at times and that that's, that's been the big difference. So, I just don't see how Nova overcomes that loss of more without the depth that, with depth that they don't have. Yeah, I think you're spot on with mm-hmm. that. And we're talking to Dallin Cuff here on Follow the Money is Visa and the Sports Betting Network. I mean, Dallin, they were basically down to six guys anyway. And then you take exactly yeah. what you just said. I mean, he plays so many minutes. He's their second leading scorer, fourth leading rebounder. 
I mean, if a guy gets into foul trouble, even if not, how are they going to be able to, you know, deal with what Kansas has to offer? I just don't think they can. Uh, Jay Wright's the best in the business, guys. He's yep. up there. This is the coaches in this Final Four are just bananas. By the way, it's 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 great. The programs, the coaches, the NCAA couldn't have drawn up a better Final Four. I mean, you look at the bracket. In all honesty, but when you take the, into consideration what Jay Wright is working with, he has the least talent of the other of all these teams. He has the least depth of all these teams. And now you lose a key guy like Moore. You're right. Any amount of foul trouble is a problem. And it's not even just, it's the guys that are coming back in. I mean, Archie Diakono spot minutes at times. These guys average less than two points a game. And it's not even, they're, they're, it's not like their inability. It's their inexperience of, I need to go make a play right now. I didn't make a shot right now. Maybe sometimes you, I've seen teams where you have like a freeing effect when you know that, all right, this is now my spot. I've got to step up. And guys have a great performance. You know, obviously Grayson Allen did that years ago in a Final Four game, I think, when he was a freshman or so. And sometimes that happens. I just don't see it when I look at the, the talent of the guys on the bench and the experience of the guys on the bench of them really being able to step up and kind of shine in this massive light against a very difficult opponent. So I, I just don't, there's nothing Jay Wright can do to replace Justin Moore. I don't think there's anything schematically he's going to be able to do. The pace will be huge. If they get their pace, which they usually do, they're bottom 10 in the country, Kansas is top 40. They get their pace, they can at least maybe hang for a while. I just don't see, again, how they overcome it. And four seems. Four seems low right now, given all the tough stuff they're facing. Can you put this St. Peter's run in perspective that a 15 seed goes to the Elite Eight and from the Metro Atlantic with an enrollment of 3,000? I mean, even Gulf Coast to go to the Sweet 16, it was Dunk City, and they, they blew out Georgetown and had a nice lead on San Diego State, and even Oral Roberts had the star, the kid that could score. But I, I just I can't believe a mm-hmm. Metro Atlantic team was able to do this and as win as an 18 and a 13-point dog. Yeah, so, I mean, to put it in perspective is hard. To say we'll never see it again, I, I mean, I hate, I hate never, always, uh-huh. can't, won't type, type phrases, um, but it seems highly unlikely, and it's not, it's not just that they won or they were from the MAC. it's how they won. Because you're right, Dunk City was, they were overwhelming. They had some phenomenal athletes. Yeah. Uh, Comer, their point guard, was tremendous. That, that team, Axe Smith was the leading scorer in the nation for Earl Roberts last year. Kevin O'Banner and he were the leading scoring duo. I did their Summit League final game, and they were getting 15 points in the first game against Ohio State. I took that to the bank. I was telling people, I'm like, this team is capable of winning. Of course, guys, I don't have the guts to do that. Yeah. But they were, you could tell the way they play. They offensively spread you out. They had great guard play. They could all shoot it. When you watch St. Peter's, guys, they were bottom 55 or so in the nation in, in, in effective field goal percentage. They'd lost it to really poor teams. They just didn't score the ball easily. They don't have a lot of just high-level dudes. They don't have guys that just go get you buckets. So that's what seemed totally improbable about this. And not just that they won the games. It's who they beat and how they beat them. They controlled the Kentucky game basically from tip to finish. They controlled the Purdue game basically from tip to finish. They beat Murray State and out-executed them down the stretch without kind of really a potent offense. It was defense. It was physicality. It was toughness. That's where you don't usually see. It wasn't that they shot out of their minds. They shot really well in the Kentucky game for sure. But it wasn't bank shots and Cinderella moments at the very end. It was a controlled, methodical honestly, at times like a physical beatdown of behind major teams that they play, particularly Purdue and Kentucky, which that is what I think will take away from me and myself as being the most surprising thing that we may not see again, just how they beat these teams and who was on the floor in terms of their talent level. Yeah, Well said. Dallin, mm-hmm. uh, thanks for the time. We love having you on. Enjoy New Orleans for the entire week. I, boys, I'm gonna, it's a business trip, man. I'm going to pace it myself if that's the deal. I don't even know. I'm about to call my <laughs> boss and figure out what am I doing? Yeah. That's the next question. I got to figure that part out. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Great yep. job. We'll see you. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. Good points. He's right. I mean, 
Dunk City. They they were athletes. Oh, up. my God. They were. They had the nickname for a reason. Of course they Growing did. Growing up, alley-oop, dunk, whatever, and they could score. Yep. Uh, and, but Amos was a, was a star, too. And this, But you're right, how they play, play low-scoring games and issues on offense. And yep. they, they almost, well, they lost, blown out, but almost go to the Final Four. Charbroiled oysters at Drago's. Unbelievable. Oh. Muffaletta sandwich at Central Grocery. If you're going to New Orleans, two of my recommendations for you. NFL, huge news potentially next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote getting ready to take on spring make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools from hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.